Hi, folks. Chris Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. Hey, we're coming here with another great podcast. I certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. Let's talk about tech news. What's top of the agenda today? What's uh, uh, you know moving the hearts and minds of the world in the tech arena? <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> Top of the news today, this is according to Politico, being reported by them. Uh, their sources are saying that Zuckerberg has recently hosted off-the-record dinners with conservative figures like Tucker Carlson, Lindsey Graham, to discuss free speech and partnerships. Evidently, he's been hosting at his personal homes uh, two- to three-hour different meetings with these folks, people that are calling out that they're uh, censoring conservatives, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of this is political. A lot of this is creating... Uh, different, you know, uh, straw, straw men, straw evil men uh, against their plot. I mean, certainly we're seeing real problems out of the right wing, the ultra right wing area the, of the politics of the white nationalists and stuff that are coming out. The hate that's coming out. We recently saw today videos being posted everywhere. Uh, that I guess were played at the Trump Resort uh, that show violence being ensued by the president, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it's, the rhetoric is definitely dangerous and high. And so uh, I guess what Mark Zuckerberg is trying to do is balance and lobby privately these people to say, hey, you know, we have a concern with you guys, uh, you know, to provide you a, an open free speech platform and, you know, how can everybody just get along? Uh, it's probably smart on his part. I don't think there's anything devious about it. I think uh, I think it's probably a good way for him to meet with them, squelch the sort of uh, political thing they're being pulled into. Uh, we'll see if it works, but it's definitely interesting how Facebook, a technology company, uh, Twitter has done some of the same. You've seen um, what's-his-face going, the CEO of Twitter, going to the White House to meet with the president to explain to him how Twitter works. <laughs> And everything else. Uh, so you know you've seen you've seen where people are trying to placate that it's fair out there. Uh, how it will impact our tech companies are another thing. We're also seeing the uh, rise of the power of the next story we'll get into. Apple, according to iMore, uh, says its ten cent partnership to flag malicious sites for Safari users only applies to mainland China. Hashes of URL prefixes and IP addresses are shared. Kind of an interesting story here. <clears throat> You've been reading about how there's been problems with Blizzard's uh, relationship uh, with China and Tencent, who actually owns a, uh, a fairly good share of Blizzard, uh, recently suspended one of their players for a year and, and took away his purse money. They've since relented, relented and cut the uh, uh, suspension time in half. It's six months now and given him his purse money back, uh, which is an improvement of some type. But it's interesting how uh, Facebook, or I'm sorry, Tencent, which is owned by China, has these different fingers in everyone's investment pie, and they can help lean on punishment and abuses of free speech here in America. So uh, you also saw the NBA get in trouble as well. It's kind of an interesting balance that's going on right now and uh, and how China is trying to get away with Big Brother and pull us into the Big Brother sort of sphere. Um, with uh, the Safari now, they've come up with a statement on the Safari fraudulent website warning in Tencent. The fraudulent website warning flags malicious sites. It uses Google's malicious website list internationally and Tencent's list for devices set to China. And actual URs are not shared, although IPs 
have to be transmitted. The feature can be turned off, but it probably won't work very well if you do. <clears throat> so basically, the Chinese government can still see your IP and know what's going on. So uh, really interesting that way how um, you know if companies are willing to do business with uh, China that are tech companies, and um, you know you've got you've got people that are. Uh, Having issues with, uh, you know, uh, Hong Kong trying to fight through its issue of uh, capitalism, et cetera, et cetera. So there's that. You can check that out on iMore. Uh, let's look at some of the other news that we have here. There's a flaw in an app called Sudo. This is according to the Hacker News. If you're someone who uses Line Linux OS, uh, it's installed on most of the Linux OS systems. It lets users run commands as root, even though they're restricted. They have since updated with a patch version now. So if you're a big Linux OS user, you may want to definitely check that out. According to The Verge, Microsoft is testing content filters for messages on Xbox Live to block toxicity, initially with four levels of text-based filtering voice filters are panned as well uh, I'm a big believer in this uh, you know we've recently saw in one of my clans on on PC someone hopping in and just spamming the n-word everywhere it'd be great if that could have been filtered without having to deal with the whole mess of stuff I, I don't even know why that word isn't filtered actually come to think of it when you really I mean <clears throat> if you're using the ER ending version of that it probably should be filtered um, but it's not our word, so, uh, you know, I, I, something's got to be done that way when it comes to doing this. This is really interesting. Um, uh, Kata, uh, basically, Fortnite has been down for almost 24 hours. Uh, players are freaking out. They're speculating what's going on. Uh, all of the maps and everything got sucked into a giant black hole following the end of Season 10 event. And uh, it was anticipated. Everyone had to log into the event if they wanted to play Fortnite. And at the end, this rocket goes off into space, breaks the sky, a meteor falls down and destroys everything, sucks it into a giant black hole. And now uh, Fortnite has erased like, all their tweets. And there's just a black hole animation gif i guess you call it uh, at their website and on their twitter and stuff so i guess we're gonna find out what the next step of fortnite is gonna be um i don't know fortnite 2.0 is that what's coming out next i don't know it's kind of interesting it, it's kind of funny to me that it's the most popular game in the world and they decide to end it this way like why wouldn't you just keep milking it but i don't know maybe they have big plans for fortnite 2.0 or or something. I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, it would be crazy if they just ended the game and was like, no, nope, we're just not going to do Fortnite anymore. And you're like, what? Seriously? All that money? Anyway, maybe they're uh, feeling the heat from Apex Legends or some of the other sort of uh, 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 Royal battle games out there in the place uh let's see what else is up in the uh, space for interviews or for uh, uh news uh amazon has added it's or turned off i'm sorry it's add-on program in recent months uh making low price items as little as 75 cents available to prime customers with free one-day shipping uh, that's according to vox so i guess maybe it just isn't worth it with the add-on stuff according to the verge uh microsoft is Debuts the pr 
preview of its Project X Cloud game streaming service for Xbox users in the US, UK, and Korea, initially with four games for Android devices. This is kind of interesting uh, how they're taking and doing this and rolling this out. We're seeing more of the gaming sort of console uh, concept moving into the cloud. You've got the Stadia, I believe it's called, uh, from uh, Google that's being launched. That's primarily mostly a cloud service when it comes down to it. There's a, there's a little dongle that plugs into it. But uh, um, you've got those that are taking and uh, bringing the world to more of a cloud-based console as opposed to a hardware console, as it were. Uh, the Microsoft uh, Project xCloud uh, basically, uh, is a way to, um, you can play it with a controller, put mouse on a controller and you can, um, get a chance to play it, have fun with it. And, uh, it's kind of interesting. Uh, so yeah, everything's moving to the cloud when it comes down to, it. I still don't see why we make, <clears throat> why we have to make these incredible consoles anywhere that you have to buy. I mean, I get the, I get the thing cable companies are, will still, force you to use these giant old boxes that in today's streaming world no one needs to be using. Uh, and they do it for monopolistic purposes. But uh, the same thing with consoles. I really like to see the death of consoles. We're starting to see now where you can do share play, of course. Uh, several different games, Fortnite, uh, Bungie, and other different things have really adopted to for, uh, share play where people can play them on different things. I'm really loving playing Destiny on uh, multiple consoles and platforms. Um, and it's fun because I can just go to wherever my friends are and I don't have to be like, well, I can't be a friend and play with you because you're not on my same console. Um, you know, uh, consumers are more happy when there's more choices and more availability and more options. So it's really smart to take and do that as well. Anyway, guys, we're going to move on to the next segment of our podcast. We're going to talk about uh, some of the latest things I saw on pot on uh on uh, podproducthunt.com. Evidently, I'm having a Monday, huh? <laughs> uh, Producthunt.com. And uh, we'll do that in the next segment of the show. Look for that in iTunes and everything else. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> 